Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 329 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Impart more wisdom in our hearts as we read your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 18. He tells us to pray and not turn coward, faint, lose heart, or give up. This is a powerful nugget of wisdom for us. He goes on to tell the parable of the woman who keeps asking the judge to help her. Her persistence won the judge over. Verses 7 and 8 say, And will not our just God defend and protect and avenge his elect, his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? Let us pray for persistence in prayer and persistence in our belief that the Lord will answer our prayers. In verse 17, Jesus says, Truly I say to you, whoever does not accept and receive and welcome the kingdom of God like a little child does not in any way enter it at all. May we believe like a child, wholeheartedly as a child without question, and receive the kingdom of God in our hearts. A great example of belief is at the end of our chapter. We read about the blind man who was begging on the side of the road. He started shouting for Jesus to pity him. He was told to be quiet but wouldn't listen to the naysayers. He kept on shouting. Jesus called for him, and in verse 41, he said, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. Jesus told the man that his faith in him healed him. May we believe and receive. This man had to tell Jesus what he wanted from him. Let us not be afraid to ask the Lord what we want or need. Let's see what John sees in his vision in Revelation chapter 9. There are different views of this chapter. Some think some of the events have already occurred. Some believe they will take place in the future, and some think most of this book is metaphorical and describes the never-ending battle between good and evil. Last, some believe the things are continually unfolding and will until the end of time as we know it. I won't provide an interpretation, but will give some thoughts about how we can look at John's vision and apply it to our lives today. There is nothing we can do about the events in the future, except pray that God will keep us steadfast. We will start at the end of the chapter. Verse 20 says, and the rest of humanity who were not killed by these plagues even then did not repent of the worship of the works of their own hands, so as to cease paying homage to the demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor move. Even with all the evil things sent to this world, people did not repent and seek God. They sought after what was physical instead of spiritual. Let this be the lesson we take from this chapter and seek the Lord instead of the world. The fallen angel we read about in verse 1 is Satan. He is the one who sent the smoke that released the dreadful locusts. They couldn't injure the earth or the ones who had the seal of God on their foreheads, the 144,000 set apart for God. They could torment the rest of the people. There is controversy about whether this was physical torment or spiritual torment. Either way, it was unbearable. The locusts looked royal with golden crowns on their head. But this is the enemy, the deceiver who ultimately is the destroyer. The Amplified Bible defines Abaddon as destruction in Hebrew and destroyer in Greek. Then we read about the four enemy angels allowed to destroy one-third of mankind. Their army was 200 million strong. Fire, smoke, and brimstone were their battle weapons. 
Let us remember the Lord is in control and has already won the battle for us. We know this and can stand on it. He will ultimately save our souls from destruction because we are a part of his royal kingdom through the blood of his son. Jesus told us not to be concerned about what can kill the body, but just the one who can kill our soul. May we believe, rely, and trust in Jesus. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 45. The Lord designates certain holy areas where the temple and the priests will reside. God shows Ezekiel a specific plot of land designated as most holy for the sanctuary. Then he gives Ezekiel the specific portion of land where the priests will live. God gives Ezekiel the specific piece of land where the Israelites will live. And last, the Lord gives Ezekiel the portion of land where the princes will live. The princes are responsible for providing all the materials for the offerings which they will collect from the people. The next chapter appears to be about the future temple, which has not been built yet, possibly the temple in the millennium. The prince enters through the east gate, previously locked and closed to the priests and Israelites. Although it is still sealed in the chapter for six of the seven days, it is open on the Sabbath. Verse 3 says, The people of the land shall worship at the entrance of that gate, before the Lord on the Sabbaths and the new moons. What a glorious day it will be when we all worship before the Lord. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 148. This psalm is a psalm of praise. It is all about praise. The psalmist writes about everything that is made by God, including the heavens, the sun, the moon, stars, waters, mountains, and living creatures are all made by God, and we should praise him. Our God is the great I am, and he deserves our praise. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for being the almighty God that you are. We praise you for creating the universe and all that is within it. May our hearts praise you today and every day. May we worship you with our whole hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 